я родився літо на зорі. Мудрі були люди, родичі мої, куми в нас пікали, церкву одвели. Ім'я Ярема мені надали. show on a pretty lively note that was Ukrainia from Ottawa with Yarema. Ite kem shivavam tempom rozpochala nasha programu dobri vechir i vitaju vas vsih dorhi radio suhachi na radio programu nash. Holos radio krinskoho Ukrainia, katera podiyati vam yak svichayno sto sobote o shosti hodeni na bahatomovni radio stansi AM 1320 an eclectic mix of music uh, as well. We'll be digging into the uh, Nash Holos Audio Archives and kind of leading up to the season at the end of the month, of course, and the beginning of next month, uh, that being Christmas. We're still not quite there yet, but uh, it is definitely time to prep for the holidays. And so we'll be uh, providing a little bit of music to kind of get you in the mood for that as well. We'll be bringing you a Ukrainian recipe from the Nash Holos Audio Archives and uh, look back at our dear friend, the late Victor Sergeyev, and uh, his recollections of life uh, and music growing up in the former Soviet Union, and also Ukrainian Jewish heritage and a book review, a biography of a great Jewish leader who has Ukrainian roots. So stay tuned for all of that as well. Our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. So as I said, it's going to be an eclectic mix. It'll be Ukrainian folk music, uh, dance music, and some get-in-the-mood-for-Christmas music. So coming up next is Ruslana from an album that she recorded in 1999. And uh, this is a great Christmas album, and 
I can never get enough of it. And here's a great tune. It is uh, an original composition. And uh, talk about an eclectic musical mix. But uh, it's a lovely tune. It is called Chudo is Chudas. And uh, that translates as Miracle of Miracles. Чудо, чудо, чудо из чудес, из чудес. Бог послал нам сына своего из небес, из небес. Чудо, 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 чудо сталося.
PL. We help you reach your goals. Thanks to the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Shevchenko Foundation has been investing in the future of the Ukrainian-Canadian community for over 50 years. Since 1963, the Shevchenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage. These include fine and performing arts and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media, including this program. The Foundation strives to become the premier not-for-profit foundation in a Canada which acknowledges the Ukrainian-Canadian community as a fundamental component of Canadian society. Nash Hollis listeners are encouraged to support this vision through continued donations into the future. To apply for grants, make a donation, or for more information, visit ShochenkoFoundation.com. Every day, more Ukrainian soldiers are killed or wounded by Russian invaders. You can help wounded heroes by joining the Adopt-A-Soldier program of registered charity Ukraine War Amps. A small monthly donation goes very far for medical services and living expenses and creates a special bond between you and a wounded hero. 100% of your contribution goes to the soldier. Please, adopt a soldier today. Visit ukrainewaramps.ca or find us on Facebook. from Winnipeg from their second CD Let's Ask the Polka Band and a traditional Ukrainian folk song done in a real nice polka style as Sluhai is wont to do and that was Oipit Hayam Hayam in the Grove and up next Prairie Crocus also from Winnipeg from their CD Back Up and Push and you're going to need to grab another couple because you'll be doing the Highland Shotis <laughs> Thank you. 
Up next, from the Nasholos Audio Archives, Ukrainian Food Flare. Hello. Tiny stuffed dumplings can be found in many different cuisines. Italians call their pasta tortellini, and the Chinese have their own wonton. Ukrainian vushka, which means little ear dumplings, are served in clear broth and specifically with borscht at Christmas Eve. There is no substitute for them. The dough is a light, soft dough. Use your own favorite vareniki or pierogi dough, or try mine. The filling is traditionally a mixture of wild mushrooms and onion. Now for the recipe. Two cups flour, one teaspoon salt, one egg yolk, half cup whole milk, one teaspoon oil or melted butter. Combine the flour and salt, add milk, egg, yolk, and oil. Mix well. Let stand or rest for five minutes. Then knead for five minutes. Cover and set aside for 15 minutes. On a floured surface, roll out a third of the dough into a rectangle a quarter of an inch thick. Make sure the dough is even in thickness when rolling. Flip dough over Flour again and with a sharp knife, cut into one and a half inch squares. Place a teaspoon of mushroom filling in each square, being careful not to smear edges. Fold diagonally to make a triangle. Make sure the dough is bonded or the stuffing will boil out. Then make them into little ears by pinching together two bottom corners, leaving the top tip pointing out. Place on cookie sheets covered with towels, dusted with flour. Drop 10 to 12 vushka into 6 to 8 cups of rapid boiling water and stir once with a wooden spoon. Do not cover. When they float to the top, cook one minute longer, then remove with a slotted spoon. Cool on a lightly oiled plate without crowding. Repeat until all are cooked. Place four to five vushka in soup plates and pour hot borscht over them. Now, here's the mushroom filling. Two tablespoons oil, one onion finely chopped, one pound mushrooms finely chopped, three tablespoons breadcrumbs approximately, salt and pepper to taste, and freshly chopped dill. Sauté onion in oil until tender. Add mushrooms and sauté until tender. Season to taste with salt and pepper and chopped dill. Add enough breadcrumbs to bind the filling. Cool before using. Try it. You'll love it. It's Ukrainian. This has been Ukrainian Food Flare from the Nasholos Audio Archives.
from their third album, Bracha, that was Millennia from Edmonton with a song all about picking mushrooms, which are the principal ingredient, of course, of the wushka that you just heard. But uh, about the only place you'll be able to pick mushrooms uh, this time of year for your uh, Christmas Eve wushka would be at the supermarket. But uh, nonetheless, we are fortunate we can get them fresh and uh, you can use them any kind of preserved mushroom that you like for your Christmas bushka. So get on those if you haven't already. Again, millennia with Rebea. And yes, it is definitely too cold to be outside picking mushrooms for your Christmas vushka. And uh, so we have Yuri Knetkovsky and Yulia Lord to tell us just how cold it is outside. This is CHMB, AM 1320, Vancouver. Welcome to Victor's Vignettes, stories about life in Soviet and post-Soviet Ukraine by Viktor Sergeyev of Mykolaiv, Ukraine. I am Sergei Kaznady in Toronto. When it came to music listening in Soviet Ukraine, we always had choices. We could tune in on radio receivers to hear soundtracks of the two available TV channels, the state-controlled Moscow channel and the pro-Moscow Kiev channel. Or we would create a cultural environment of our own, underground. 
Of course, the latter choice was by far the most popular. Not that it was easy. In official stores, only government-sanctioned goods were available for purchase, so radio receivers came without 19- and 25-meter bands to block transmissions of Voice of America and the BBC channels. But where there is a will, there is always a way. There was the black market, occasional trips abroad, and of course we could always build our own radios. As well, there were old World War II trophy German radios around, or you could buy good Japanese tape recorders with built-in radios. As I said, we had choices. My hometown of Nikolaev is a seaport, and for me it was a window to the world. The seamen always brought home plenty of vinyl discs from their trips abroad. So, for as long as I can remember, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, Deep Purple, Slade, and other prominent names in Western pop culture have been part of my consciousness. The old union company Melodia in faraway Moscow, of course, tried to control our musical preferences. It was a useless exercise. The selection in the Moscow-controlled store numbered in the mere hundreds of discs, all naturally carrying the label Melodia. The black market, however, offered thousands upon thousands of discs from all over the world. The United States, the Great Britain, Japan, Taiwan, Malaysia, Spain, France, even socialist countries like Poland, Romania, and the former Yugoslavia. Our local black market had a name, Schod, which means gathering. Schod existed according to its own rules, independent of any authorities. It took place once a week, on Sundays, and it was a sacred dream for music collectors like me. But contraband is never cheap. The cost of just three foreign vinyl discs was equal to the monthly salary of an engineer. Therefore, we would copy the discs and share the music. We used ordinary tape recorders, as magnetic tapes were relatively inexpensive and easy to come by. Sometimes we wondered if we were being disloyal to our heritage and by embracing foreign culture as we did. But Ukrainian culture was suppressed by Soviet authorities, with only fragments remaining. We knew of some Ukrainian singers and songwriters, but they were loyal to the Soviet regime. And, of course, anything or anyone bearing Moscow's stamp of approval held no interest for us. In those days, I was vaguely aware that in western Ukraine, in places like Lviv and Ivano-Frankivsk, Ukrainian culture remained strong. But, unfortunately, those cities were too far away to have any influence on us. Taras Shevchenko, Mikhailo Kotsubinsky, Ivan Franko, Ostap Vishnya, Volodymyr Ivasyuk, Sofia Rotaro and others were, of course, no names to us, but they were only relics of Ukrainian culture, ancient history, throwbacks to the past, all meant to be forgotten. Now, every day it becomes more clear just how much of our cultural heritage is lost to us forever, due both to Soviet oppressors and the purveyors of Western pop culture. At least young people today have more choices and better ones. I hope they choose wisely. I am Serhii Kaznadi in Toronto, Canada. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Victor's Vignettes, stories from the life of Viktor Sergeyev in Mykolaiv, Ukraine. You can find Viktor's original transcripts and commentary at his blog, Vignettes, Life in Ukraine. For audio archives and links, visit www.nashholos.com. So until next time, do pobaczenia! Дитятку царю Слава
never did get a chance to ask Victor if um, Boney M was a group that uh, they listened to back in the days of uh, underground and uh, contraband Western music in the former Soviet Union. Uh, of course, I grew up listening to the Boney M version of that at Christmas, along with the other great tunes on that album. Not Ukrainian, and I don't know that they've done, I, I highly doubt that <laughs> they have done or ever planned to do a version in Ukrainian, so we did find one on YouTube for you. I don't know the name of the group, but it was a lovely version and definitely put me in mind of the one that I grew up listening to, Mary's Boy Child. And up is another song on that theme, uh, Mary, the Mother of Jesus, and I'm quite sure Victor wouldn't have heard this song growing up in the Soviet Union or at any time during the Soviet Union. In fact, um, I don't even remember it until fairly recently. Uh, Of course, that could be a decade or two at my age, but um, I didn't hear it growing up either. It is a lovely song performed by Ariana Kerdey in both languages, Ukrainian and English, and it is called Chisnaleve Maria, Mary Did You Know.
And now, Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio, discovering unknown and untold stories from the past and present of Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage. In this edition of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage, we will be discussing our fellow countrymen, Rebbe Menachem Mendel Schneerson, written by Dr. Larissa Levchenko and Dr. Vladimir Shukin. Our fellow countrymen examines the history of the Rebbe's family in the Mikolayu Jewish community, based on records from the state archives of the region. There are six chapters written in both English and Russian translation, examining the Rebbe's family roots, as well as his leadership of the powerful Jewish organization named Chabad. For almost a century, the fate of three generations of the large Levut-Yanovsky-Schneerson family, who gave the world several prominent public and religious figures, is connected with the city of Mikolayu. The first chapter begins in 1840, with the founding of the Jewish community in the area of Romanovka, near Mikolayu, under the leadership of the Rebbe's great-great-grandfather, Rabbi Avraham David Lavut. He was officially appointed as Rabbi of the Colony in 1845, and in 1857 was also elected as rabbi of the Mikolayu Synagogue. There he became a strong community leader and a respected scholar. The Rebbe's maternal grandfather, Rabbi Meyer Shlomo Yanovsky, was also a prominent spiritual leader in Mikolayu. He became a rabbi at the new synagogue in Mikolayu in 1907 and served there until its closure in the late 1920s. His daughter Shana became the mother of the Rebbe. She married Levi Yitzhak Schneerson in 1900 in Mikolayu. Their first son, Menachem Mendel, was born in 1902 in Mikolayu. The Rebbe's parents continued to live in Mikolayu until his father Levi was offered the position of rabbi in Ekaterinoslav, renamed Dnipropetrovsk in 1926. After their move to Dnipropetrovsk, his father became a prominent religious leader, which led to his arrest by the Soviet authorities. He was accused of conducting an anti-Soviet agitation of slanderous and defeatist nature and regular communication with his son, Menachem Mendel, who was considered a Polish intelligence agent. He was sentenced to expulsion to Central Asia for five years, where he died in 1944. In 1947, the Rebbe's mother was reunited with her eldest son in New York City. In Mikolayu, the Rebbe's uncle, Shmuel Zalmanovich Nierson, also became a respected spiritual leader of the Chabad Jewish Synagogue. In the 1930s, the Soviets closed Jewish synagogues in the city. In 1942, the Rebbe's uncle was indicted by the Soviets, just like the Rebbe's father. He was sentenced to three years in labor camps, where he became very ill. He died soon after being released. The final two chapters of the book deal with the Rebbe, Menachem Mendel Schneerson and his wife Chaya Mushka, as well as the revival of Jewish life in Mikolayu at the end of the 20th century. The Rebbe was born in Mikolayu in 1902, but was six years old when his family left. He maintained ties with his grandparents and his uncle's family. Even after leaving Russia, and despite the great distance, the Rebbe always remembered not just his small birthplace, but also Ukraine as a whole. He left the Soviet Union in 1927 and married Chayamushka in Warsaw in 1928. They moved several times and arrived in New York City in 1941. In 1951, he became the seventh Rebbe of Chabad 
after the death of his father-in-law, Friedricher Rebbe. He was known as a great scholar and advisor to many powerful leaders, including Ronald Reagan, Jimmy Carter, and Yitzhak Rabin. The Rebbe's impact was truly remarkable. His influence spanned the globe in campaigns for the lighting of menorahs by American presidents, prayer in public schools, and Jewish emigration from the Soviet Union. He worked diligently to foster leadership among his followers and established charitable foundations, such as the Chabad's Children of Chernobyl organization, to provide relief to victims of the Chernobyl explosion. Readers who enjoy biographies of important historical figures will be interested in this examination of the Rebbe's family roots in Mekolayu. This is the first examination of the Rebbe's life written by non-Jewish writers from Ukraine. The book was written both in English and Russian translation in an effort to make it more accessible to the Ukrainian population. It could perhaps have been written in Ukrainian to reflect the new realities in Ukraine. The intricate detail might be difficult for some readers. However, scholars will find the inclusion of photographs, letters, archival documents, and chronologies useful. Larissa Levchenko is a doctor of historical sciences, as well as the director of the State Archive of the Mykolaiv region. She has done extensive research on the history of archives, presented at numerous conferences, and published extensively. Vladimir Shukin is a doctor of philosophy and associate professor. His research interests include the history of the Jewish population in southern Ukraine, as well as the history of Ukrainian culture. He has also presented at numerous conferences and published extensively. Our fellow countryman is available at Judaica World and the Jewish Educational Media Store. I'm Myra Janik from Toronto for Nashkolos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Until next time, Shalom. Join us again soon for another episode of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage here on Nashkolos Ukrainian Roots Radio.
that was the Svalava Kozachuk by Yale Strom. A bit of klezmer for you there. And Yale Strom is an American klezmer artist and also an aficionado of uh, the history of klezmer. And uh, he did a definitive biography, I'd say, of Dave Terrace, who had Ukrainian roots and went on to become called the King of Klezmer. And uh, you can check the Nasholos Audio Archives, Ukrainian Jewish Heritage, on the website if you missed that story. Again, that was Yale Strom with Svalava Kozachok. And our proverb of the week translates as a stone heart never spares human life. And that brings us to the end of another edition of Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver. Just a reminder that the Nanaimo edition of Nash Holos can be heard in the Vancouver listening area on CHLY 101.7 FM. If you missed the on-air or live stream broadcasts of either edition, the podcast link is available at our website, www.nashholos.com. There's also a link to our Patreon site there, and I hope you'll consider supporting our work with a monthly donation, and that's www.nashholos.com. Well, our time is about up, so to take us to the end of our program, another couple of tunes to get you in the Ukrainian Christmas mood. I'm Pavlina on behalf of all of us here at Nash Holos and AM 1320. Thanks for listening and Dobranich! <laughs> Чатися з собою нестану Хай сніжить, хай сніжить, хай сніжить Білі шапки на деревах Біле худро на дахах Вже напевно зрозуміло Це зима вдягає нас А коли приходить свято І вечерний убраний сіл Несподівано так тепло Субтитры 
perzin, perzin, vine un polar, Koi je kveselo u dvoru, čak ti usanjak. Vez den će dva komu, ja zaprosim komu, Našao zaradi sika ti usanjak odnomu. Naš kapa je kladik, za me slaprosto sti, Za me tobog nas kinula, kaže nam bo svi. Perzin, perzin, vine u polar, Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.